On this first Sunday of Lent, we always get the story of Jesus going out into the wilderness for 40 days there to be tested. Interesting that notice that this temptation in the wilderness, as it's sometimes called, it, it comes right after Jesus' baptism. So the, the last thing we read is that Jesus is in the Jordan and he comes up after his baptism and the voice of the Father is heard. This is my beloved son, or you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What a, a beautiful sort of moment of security there. There are those moments in life where everything is in place, we're secure, we know God, we know our relationship with God, our relationships with our, our family and friends are secure. That's the preceding moment. And in that security then, Jesus goes off by himself in the wilderness to be tested for 40 days. That's, the, of course, the origin of our 40 days of Lent. Just as the Israelites were 40 days in the wilderness, Jesus is 40 days in the wilderness. So we take these 40 days to go away, to go off by ourselves in the wilderness with, with God to the extent that our state in life allows that. I like the idea of getting away, and we can do that without having to leave home. Just think of all the time we spend on social media, TV, our phones. It, it's normal now if I go out, even with, with friends, that at some point while we're at dinner, I, I'll look around and like everybody has their phone out. <laughs> right here. Uh, so we can go away <laughs> just by putting stuff away and turning things off. I think that would be a, a great kind of thing to think about. Now, for me, I'll, I'll kind of use this as a, a, a backdrop. I, uh, next week is, is spring break for Benedictine College where I'm, I'm teaching this semester. And so I kind of decided to take the week myself to, to take some vacation. And I uh, am doing something a, a little uh, different that I, I haven't done before. I am going to take a long 70 mile backpacking trek along the Appalachian Trail through the Great Smoky Mountains National Park down in North Carolina and, and Tennessee. I've done long backpacking treks at Philmont Scout Ranch in New Mexico, where I work in the summer, as you've heard me mention. But this one is, it's another kind of uh, additional test for me. I've gotten used to those, you know, 10 days backpacking at Philmont in a controlled environment where they resupply your food every four days and you're never that far away from things. This will be the longest backpacking trek I've been on. It, it's 70 miles and seven, seven days of 70 miles. So about, about 10 miles a day and through thousands of feet of elevation change in the Smoky Mountains. It's kind of the, the next level test, I guess, for me. And I'll be solo, so that will be new, not with a crew of, of scouts, although there, there are plenty of people hiking the Appalachian Trail at this time. But I, I look at that and I, I kind of look at the tests of Jesus in the wilderness and why he goes to the, the wilderness. In, in the scouts, we're always looking to kind of push things a little bit. And that's why Philmont in New Mexico is such a pinnacle experience. It's one thing to go on a, a weekend camp out with your Boy Scout troop, quite another to backpack for, for 10 days through the Rocky Mountains. So 
Look at Jesus and the, the kind of things he encounters at his time away. The first is this temptation to turn stones into bread. Jesus, we're told, has fasted 40 days, ate nothing, and when he was done, he was hungry. Well, now that's an understatement. But we see what Jesus has done. He's actually practiced completely detaching himself by, in this case, it's, it's bread, food, but read into that all the pleasures of life, all the, the things that we just think we have to have. Nothing could be more basic than food. So if you can fast 40 days from food, then read into that all the other pleasures of, of, of life. Okay, where do we need to let go some of that? I know that on a long backpacking trip, you, you really do, in my case, say goodbye to bread because you're gonna eat dehydrated food. Cooking for me is easy in the backcountry. I literally pull out my stove, boil a couple cups of water, dump it in my pack of rehydrated food, and that's dinner. Repeat, <laughs> you know, seven days. It's, it's simple, uh, but, you know, you do miss the, the steak, <laughs> some, some, some nice fish and things. Okay, so you're going to survive a dehydrated food for seven days. What, how do we maybe need to step back a little bit from any pleasures in life and read into that whatever, whatever is with you, whatever probably think what you're most attached to. What can you do to fast, get away from that? Not because it's bad. I'm gonna, when I'm done, I have booked a, a nice night out in Pigeon Forge at Dolly Parton's uh, restaurant and I'm gonna have lots of food when I'm done. So it's not like um, you, you give it up because it's bad. No, it's, it's for a time, it's just for a time. What is that for you? Secondly, Jesus is shown all the, the kingdoms of the world. Apparently, Satan says that they've been given over to him and he could give them. Well, of course, Jesus has that security then from his baptism to know, no, no, I, I'm the beloved son of the father. I already have all the kingdoms of the world. And the same is true for us. There is no power in this world that is possibly going to be more than what God can already give us as his beloved sons and daughters. But look at what we do, we're, we're constantly scraping for power. I wanna be in control. I think maybe that's the lesson of the second temptation, to be in control of things. I am never more panicked, sad, depressed, fearful than when I am not in control of something, especially if it's something really important. You go out on a backpacking trip, especially in the, the mountains where in, in the Smokies, there are so many black bears. They say, I think at last count, there are two black bears for every square mile. Um, so you wanna feel not in control. That's, that's one of the, the blessings of a, a long backpacking trip, to be completely out in the elements for you know seven days. When a thunderstorm comes up, there's no house to run into. You've got a little, a little tent, you know, you're exposed out in the elements, animals, weather, temperatures, all that. It's a, it's a practice to say, all right, I'm gonna go somewhere where I'm not quite in control of everything. I'm a Boy Scout, so I'm prepared. I've got my stuff, I've got good gear, but no amount of gear is gonna, you know, protect you in a, a thunderstorm with lightning everywhere, or if a black bear wants your dinner, he's probably gonna get it. Well, it's a little practice though to say, okay, I, I can be somewhere where I'm, I'm not completely in control of everything and still be okay. And that's a good lesson for us during this Lent. Where do you try to control things? 
Where are you clutching and hanging on saying, I gotta make this happen. If this doesn't happen, then that won't happen. And you've got things lined up. I know, I'm speaking from experience, I do this. I've got 12 steps lined up about how it's gonna go. And if one falls apart, I'm like crushed. Like, oh, this is horrible. It wrecked my whole plan. One of the, the things about backpacking is it, it's literally one day at a time. I, I just gotta get through today. And who knows, you might have to reroute, you might have to, you know, there, there's a bear there or weather washed out that campsite or that trail or, you know, it's just, it's flooding rain. I just can't hike, so I'm gonna have to camp here. So one of the things you plan when you backpack is like, what are my, what are my alternates? I went through it with the rangers the other day and like, okay, if something goes wrong here, I, I could bail out and hike five miles, you know, to a road here. And so you, you learn how to be flexible. And then we're open to what God might do. If we're not controlling everything ourselves, well, maybe God has an idea of what he might want us to do and he needs our flexibility to do it. So lack of control, flexibility. And then finally, this idea of throwing himself off the temple. Well, this is ultimately Satan wanting Jesus to test how secure is he in that you are my beloved son and you I'm well pleased. Satan wants Jesus to throw himself off the temple to, to have God prove how much he loves his son, Jesus. I, I know I'm, I'm tempted at that too. I, I often feel in times of doubt, does God really care? Does God really love me? I, I want that, that intimacy of relationship like Jesus has at the baptism. And, and there are moments where we have that, but there's also a lot of moments in life where we're questioning, where's God in this? Where did he go? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Jesus said, hey, follow me. And then he ran off and left me. <laughs> I'm like, where'd he go? Or especially when we're in the, the middles of struggles and difficulties, sickness, illness, relationship problems, work problems, health. Then we can feel like, where's God? And it would be very tempting <laughs> to listen to Satan and say, well, God says he's gonna take care of you. Make him prove it. Where's God now, you with all your faith? So maybe this, this vital temptation is really just a chance to say, it's okay that not every moment is baptism in the Jordan, you are my beloved son and security. Can we even learn to be comfortable in the wilderness of feeling that God is absent? That's a, that's a hard one because, okay, bread, food, things of this world, fine. I should be able to do without that. And, and even power and other things. Okay, well, that's, that's something I should be able to get over. But to be in a wilderness where you feel God is not there. Now, there's something very, very deeply wrong about that. And that's why Satan, I think, saves this one for last. Because the other things are maybe worldly things, sure. But to feel deprived of the presence of God. I read that, that Mother Teresa actually experienced this for 40 years. I can't imagine. I keep telling God, uh, no, I am not Mother Teresa. I'm just Sean. So knock it off with the whole amazing saint thing, God. I just, I really need you back. Uh, that's the more human uh, experience. I could not be Mother Teresa. And yet we see that God could only allow that if there's some good he wants to draw out of it. So maybe this Lent, ask yourself, how is your relationship with God? 
Can you look back at moments of security, like Jesus at his baptism? And can you pray into moments of despair, wandering, wilderness, desert? Life in a backpacking trip is filled with ups and downs. I look at the map for next week, and it starts, I'm going to start at 6 a.m. On, on Monday morning, getting transported. And my first day on the trail is like 4,000 feet straight up from the valley to get up to the, the top of the mountains. But then when I get up, the, the rest of it is kind of like, okay, down 1,000 feet here, up 1,000 feet. And it's, it's more rolling. There are severe climbs in life, and there's some big descents. A lot of it is probably learning to go with the ups and downs. Can we do that to press into the, the valleys when we're on the mountain to realize this is amazing? There are some great views. I've seen the pictures. Wow, that's beautiful. Save that up like the baptism because you'll need it when you're down in the valley and like, how long will I be here, Lord? This is a time for, for testing, like any good Boy Scout pushing things to the next level. If you're a younger person, think of a video game where you've, you know, you've, you've beat all the monsters on one level and now you've leveled up and it's the, the next one. It's like, oh, it's harder. Good, good. Lent is a little bit like that. We've beat all the other levels. Let's keep going. How is God asking you to enter upon a wilderness journey? And what is he asking you to give up? Because in the end, after 40 days of fasting, Jesus actually comes out stronger. Maybe not physically, but in all the other ways that matter. And that's what we want this Lent. God is leading you into the wilderness on a, a great adventure filled with all kinds of things. Let God be your wilderness guide this Lent. Don't be afraid to test yourself and see what God might do.